0: How likely do you think it is today that the people at Waka Kotahi are at work thinking twice about those stupid road safety ads I've been pouring money into? Do you think any of them have arrived at the office today after that absolutely horrific road smash on State Highway 1 yesterday and sent around an email saying, hey, let's get together later today and think about how we can do this better? The ads might not be hitting the mark. No, that won't be happening today, despite the fact that just over 24 hours ago, we had the worst road accident in the South Island in more than 20 years and one of the deadliest ever in the country. Seven people dead after a van apparently crossed the centre line and ploughed head on into a truck south of Picton. An absolute tragedy for those killed and injured, but also their wider family, who we understand had already been dealing with a bereavement before yesterday morning. You will have heard that those involved in the crash yesterday were returning home to the North Island after being in Dunedin for a funeral. And let's not forget the truck driver who got away with minor physical injuries. But imagine being that person this morning. What happened yesterday will stick with them for the rest of their life. And it's possible, isn't it, that they will never be able to get behind the wheel of a truck again. Such a traumatic experience. In the meantime, Waka Kotahi and the government will press on with their Road to Zero campaign, despite the likes of motor racing legend turned road safety campaigner Greg Murphy saying today that zero road deaths will never happen. It's unachievable. That's the word he used when he spoke with Mike Hoskin this morning, unachievable. And this is what he said about Waka Kotahi, quote, They're spending millions of taxpayers' money, on horrible advertising campaigns that are not making one iota of difference. That's what Greg Murphy is saying. He says, quote, they're scared to go down the path of actually providing people with a better base level of understanding, training and awareness to actually understand why it's so important to pay attention and do the things that we should be doing, end of quote. That's Greg Murphy. And he says, the likes of waka kōtahi are stuck in the same tunnel vision they've been stuck in for decades. But Greg Murphy will know, like the rest of us, that there isn't a single answer to all of this. Sure, I get what he's saying about driver training. And look, I'm not saying drivers don't have to play their part too, but let's face it. As long as there are humans behind the wheel, there will always be crashes. No amount of TV advertising or road to zero slogans or even driver training, no amount of that will change that. Pretty much everybody will say, won't they, they have the best intentions whenever they get behind the steering wheel. Who doesn't? But as you know and as I know, we all get distracted. We all do, whether we like to admit or not. So because of that, there are other factors that need to be thought about. And I think the state and design of our roads is another thing that needs our attention. As Greg Murphy himself was saying today, State Highway 1, which technically is supposed to be the the roading equivalent of the main trunk line, isn't it? Well, that would be a secondary road in other parts of the world, and many other parts of the world. Narrow in parts, 30k corners, 20k corners. You've got cars sharing the road with trucks that are, remember, designed in the US and Europe to be used on freeways and motorways and autobahns, not the toy town roads we have in this country. So the challenge is trying to do everything we can to stop all these vehicles ploughing into each other. And that's where I think median barriers come into it. In fact, I'll go further than that. I actually think median barriers are a no-brainer. I know one commentator has already come out today and said that if there was a median barrier where that crash happened yesterday, then chances are seven people wouldn't have died. Well, who knows for sure? We don't know that. But if there had been a median barrier there, then the chances of that car coming into contact with that truck would have been much less. Which is why I'm convinced that median barriers would make a world of difference. Yes, they would be expensive. And yes, knowing how we do things here in New Zealand, they would be way over-engineered. But if they stopped head-on crashes, why wouldn't you install them all the way up and down State Highway 1? And that would be just a starting point for me, if I had my way. And if money was no object, I'd like to see median barriers pretty much everywhere. Picture this. You imagine State Highway 1 between Christchurch and Ashburton. How much safer would that stretch of road be if there was a median barrier all the way from, say, Burnham to the northern outskirts of Ashburton? And the only places you could overtake other vehicles was the official passing lanes. Imagine that. You're telling me... That the median barriers wouldn't make a difference. Of course they would. So now imagine that median barrier running all the way from the bottom of the South Island to the top of the North Island. Less overtaking. Less head-on smashes. And if a driver gets sleepy or has some sort of medical issue or event, then there would be something solid between them and the other traffic coming towards them. It is an absolute no-brainer as far as I'm concerned, an expensive no-brainer, sure. But this Monday morning, let me ask you this, what price on a life? What price on a life? More to the point, what price on seven lives? And what price on the impact yesterday's terrible crash will have on many, many people for many years to come?